Welcome to Run With It, Canada's running fitness and health program. On this month's episode, I was in conversation with a Canadian Olympic athlete, Jerome Blake, so stay tuned for that. But first, let's go to our segment with Dr. Bob Well on the importance of rest and recovery. Check this out. Joining me is Dr. Bob Weil, and he's back on the show for the Sports Doctor is In segment. Welcome back, Dr. Bob. Hey, Christy. Nice to be with you, especially when you joined me last week on my show. So it's always fun trading shows with you. Again, participating, uh, helping educate your audience is always uh, uh, a great goal to have. You know, it's always great to have you on the show, Dr. Bob. And this month, we're going to talk about the importance of rest and recovery. Um, or intelligent rest. What does that look like, Dr. Bob? Well, the first thing is, is to understand the awareness of how important rest and recovery is. It seems that forever, the axioms that more is better, let's be more aggressive, let's really overload things, seems to really contribute to all sorts of overuse problems, other kinds of injuries, uh, sometimes it's the terrible twos where we're talking about we're doing we're too aggressive. Maybe we're increasing what we're doing too too much, or we're just piling too many things on. And ironically, the uh, awareness of how important rest and recovery is, from sleep medicine to nutrition to soft tissue and massage therapy to meditation the whole mental game that we talk about on the sports doctor has become very, very important at all levels. Whether we're talking about someone who's looking to run 10 days a week like you used to, <laughs> or we're looking to maybe, hey, listen, I'm going to double the mileage. Or, you know, I've just got to, I've decided to, um, my, my daughter's playing tennis six days a week for three hours. Again, where we start to see um, the pressure to leave out the importance of rest and recovery. So we really want to talk about, number one, how important it is. We need an off season. We need our son or daughter who's in serious sports to take time off. And we also need, quote unquote, my famous intelligent rest, which is to really understand how important it is to pay attention to what your body is telling you and what your uh, 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 what your energy is, is telling you and making it a point to include rest and recovery as just an important part of the training itself, the activity itself, uh, and, and the whole uh, pressure that goes into, um, you know, pushing yourself, trying to run through injuries, a lot of times we see things start as minor and then because again, in the world of running is famous uh, for this. And, you know, running is, is a lot of the same activities and same motions, pounding the body very, very aggressively, with at least three, four times our body weight. So if we're aware of the importance of recovery, then we will include it in our approach. Yes. Yeah, and important to include our schedule because, I know from my own experience, and we also have a couple of questions, but it's like, if I take time off, that means I'm not going to get any better. So there is one question from John, who is um, 
who made the Boston podium. And yes, well, I'm going to I'm going to jump in for the what you just said, the yeah. idea that if you take time off, you just won't be as good. And it's not true. You're not going to forget how to run and run well by taking time off. It's a mental challenge. This is why the awareness of how important these things are. Now, we're not saying you took three months off and you're coming back and whether you're going to be as good as you were. Of course, you wouldn't be with that kind of training. But taking days here or there or time off if you're hurting in order to be able to to recover is a major point. Yes. <laughs> yes. And um, yes. Yeah, so the question is. John asked, I don't like taking time off or rest because I lose some conditioning. Um, how do you turn someone's mind into thinking, like I know we, you just said that, making it part of your schedule, but yeah. is there anything else? Like it's. Yeah, he'll be a better athlete. If you know, there's two <laughs> things all athletes care about. There's two things all parents and coaches care about. One, of course, is how do I prevent trouble? How do I prevent injuries? whatever the sport is. Second thing is, how do I enhance performance? And the ironic part of this question, John, is that the proper rest and recovery will make him perform better, will give him a positive edge and to understand that that 15 minutes a day of doing some mental visualization, for example, meditating, relaxing, let your body recover is a major key as are days off. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, you know, we, we, the thinking is faulty that I'm going to lose my edge. I'm going to regress. If I take time off, it's not true, but you want to be able to have some good feedback from your sports therapist, from your coach, from your physical therapist, on what, what type of time off has been successful. And in an athlete like this guy, who I know you said he's a snowshoer, he's a long distance runner, he's a trail runner. And again, rest and recovery has got to be an important part of what he's doing. And the reason he'll convince himself is he'll probably enhance his performance. Mm -hmm. Let's throw that back at him. <laughs> yes. Yes, because Philip Gary Smith is, um, he does trail, he does snowshoeing, he does running, he's, he's a, you know, you know, just a long distance um, runner who are. Yes, and his history, again, yeah. his particular individual history is key. If we, somebody says, hey, listen, I've never had problems. I really feel great. I'd say, actually, you know, it's hard to argue with what you're doing. Uh, just include the recovery part is very, very important. Uh, but if we see somebody's history that, you know, I've had knee trouble, you know, I've had sciatica, I've had foot ankle problems, et cetera, then the recovery and rest part, intelligent rest means what's the situation? Did you step in a hole and turn your ankle and we've got to pay attention to that? Or is it the fact that every time you hit a certain amount of miles in your experience, you start having some postural problems or et cetera. So you need to be able to uh, intelligent rest with quotes means what's the situation and include the importance. If you need pain medicine, people, in order to continue what you're doing, you got a problem. And this is very, very common. The whole, we don't have to talk about the nightmare of pain pills and the whole idea of pain medicine and sports. But many times we see that, again, if it's over the counter, 
So when we're talking about an athlete that's that committed to long distance and trails and snowshoeing and et cetera, uh, then uh, we want to make sure that he's paying attention to what kind of problems he might have had in the past. And then again, making some plans to be proactive in doing the two things we talked about, preventing trouble, yeah, enhancing so performance. I mean, do you want to be two steps quicker or not, Christine? <laughs> yeah. And, and especially, you know, as, as you know, for the older athletes, right, the rest and recovery comes really maybe more so into play. Well, it's a good question. You know, is it more important than your 12 year old uh, cross country runners uh, concerns or your 13 or 14 year old figure skater who's doing 200 double jumps a week? And again, the absolutely the older athlete, uh, you know, one of my colleagues, again, who's been on the show, uh, Noah Perlis, <laughs> you know, who's in his 70s, is a competitive sprinter. Wow. He's had his share <laughs> of world records. So both sides of the equation are key. No exception. Every serious athlete should consider massage therapy a couple times a month. That's my pearl for the week for you guys. Soft tissue massage therapy for recovery and healing, major weapon, mm. no side effects. Yes. And if you're doing a long, like a, a long competition, again, is that you would bring maybe be a good idea to bring a massage therapist with you if you can. Or uh, somebody absolutely. Absolutely. How, you know, how often, you know, a couple times a month, uh, you know, again, sometimes we'll look at the same thing, chiropractic care, you know, body alignment, uh, the whole role of the foot in sports. So again, a lot of times you get back to that individual person. What's your history? Have you had problems? Are you doing too much? Are you constantly dealing with one overuse injury or another? So these are the things we want to pay attention to and then stress to you that the mental side of things include rest and relaxation, whether you're visualizing, whether you are relaxing for 15, 20 minutes a day, it's tremendous for recovery. And also, again, pay attention to your nutrition with the whole idea of uh, recovery in, in mind. This is the big part of the new sports medicine. These things that we've known forever, you know, uh, yeah. we have to be constantly be uh, reminded because small problems can turn into real hassles where serious time off uh, becomes therapy, treatment becomes a, uh, a, a big deal. And that's where intelligent rest maybe can nip that in the bud. If you know uh, what we're talking about, the idea of it being very, very important to include it, Christine. Thank you, Dr. Bob. And if people want to listen to your show or want more information, where can they go? If they go to sportsdoctorradio.com, they go to radio shows, they can see years of shows and information. We have gigantic followings on both LinkedIn as well as um, Twitter. A lot of information at Sports Doc, D-O-C Radio. My show is live every Wednesday, 3 to 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. We have a couple of guests. You go to radio shows, check out this week. Uh, Christine was on uh, with us uh, with a fantastic guest from Finland. Uh, Adrian Harrell, PhD, changing the world uh, and the world of concussions and concussion technology. So uh, they could check us out everywhere, Christine, like you. 
Yes. And your book? Ah, uh, hashtag Hey Sports Parents. It's such a key topic. You know, my co-author, Hall of Fame volleyballer, uh, Sharky Zartman, she's a podcast host with the Great Healthy Life uh, Radio. Uh, she's coached with was the national uh, team in volleyball. And the role of parents in steering their children who might be playing sports very seriously at young ages. I mean, I have 10-year-old figure skaters who are skating already 10 days a week. So this becomes a challenge and it's supposed to be fun. And for our sports parents out there, here's one of the pearls again, my, the late colleague, Dr. Jim Vickery, sports psychologist, who said to sports parents, don't be a critic. Think about it. Thank you. It's on Amazon. Hashtag a sports parents. Again, I enjoy the segments we do together on your show. And we're always glad to add to the educational alarm. Um, thanks for what you do, Christine. Thank you. We'll have you back next month. See ya. Joining me is one of Canada's elite sprinters, Jerome Blake, fresh off his first Olympic Games in Tokyo. And he's here today to talk about his 4 by 100 meter performance, his raw and metal performance, his future with the Canadian track and field team, his charity work, and his acting and modeling career. Welcome, Jerome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, so congratulations on your bronze medal for by 100 meters. And tell us how excited were you? Um, it, was, it was a pretty cool experience, you know. Um, it was a... Uh... You know, it's a lifelong dream in a sense, you know, to go to the Olympics and get yourself a medal and all that. So for me, it was it's a blessing of the fact that, you know, there's no medals at the Olympics is guaranteed to any one person. So for me to go there and come home with one of three medals, that's, you know, it's 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 a pretty cool experience and it's, it's a blessing for me. Yeah. So, Jerome, you had your mentor, right? Um, Aaron Brown. What was that like? Um, it was actually pretty cool, you know, because uh, we actually came full circle. I, rem I remember in um, in 20, I think it's 2018 and, and 2019, you know, just like working with him as my mentor and, you know, just, just learning from him, learn, learning from everyone else and, you know, just understanding that like there's a next level to where I'm trying to go. And, um, you know, with his help and his mentorship, it, it helped me out a lot to get to the point where I'm at right now and still learning as I go and, you know, having him in, a cor in my corner as my training partner is even, is, a, is even more, you know, impressive. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, performing in your first Olympics on the world stage, um, what was, what did it feel like? I mean, you, as a team, but being your first Olympic in Tokyo and, it was it, it was pretty cool because you know uh, because of the, the pandemic and stuff like that and and the way the games were set up in a sense you couldn't really do most of the traditional stuff apparently like you do at the Olympics I, I don't really know personally what uh, the traditional Olympics is like all I know is you know you go and you couldn't leave the village and all that so I think it really gave us a a chance to really bond as athletes and you know and and the, for the relay team it really gives us an opportunity to really just hang out with each other and spend a lot of time together and stuff like that so I feel like that helped out helped us out a lot to just you know just relax and you know spend some time and get to learn a little bit more about each other as we go so it was quite a bit of fun yes and Ron, like um i understand that your medal 
would be upgraded to a silver pending a potential um, disqualification of the British team. Is that, do you know? I honestly, I actually, this is almost like news to me because I, I don't really, like I'm on my phone, but I'm not really on the internet that much. So yeah. I don't really, yeah, actually, this is the first time I'm hearing about that. So like, that's, if that's so, that's pretty cool. But, you know, as of right now, <laughs> I know I got a bronze yeah. medal. I'm happy with mine. So I'm celebrating that one for now. Yes. And well, tell us about your training now. Um, right now I'm on, I'm actually on a break. So, you know, I'm trying to spend some time with friends and family and, you know, just try, just try to get grounded again. And before I go back to, uh, go back to training in November. So I have a couple more weeks here. I'm just relaxing and enjoying my time off. And then I go right back to training again, get ready for worlds and, um, what's that? worlds and uh, Commonwealth for next year. So yeah, get ready for both of those championships. Yes. Well, how do you relax? Um, I'm actually trying to do that or learn how to do that because I've been stuck in a routine for a year and a bit, you know, just practice home, practice home. So now I'm like, you know, just trying to, I guess, like build a routine of like, you know, I, I go to bed a little later, I wake up a little later, you know, I'll try to spend some time with friends and family as I go and, you know, have a drink here, there maybe, and, you know, go out for some dinners and stuff like that. So it's been a pretty, um, learn a pretty uh, new and learning experience for me right now, just, you know, learn how to relax and not have a, a routine. So, yeah. Yes. Yes. And, you know, tell us um, about your charity work, Step in Stone. Yeah, for sure. So uh, Step in Stone is a, is a charity that I created in the, in likeness of me, because um, when I moved to Canada, uh, my first coach, Pat from Kelowna, we, um, you know, she helped me a lot um, with, um, with whatever she could, whether it's financially and, you know, driving me to track meets and stuff like that, that my mom couldn't drive me to. So it was pretty cool. You know, and I told her that, you know, if I ever make it past where I'm at in the sport, I'll pay her back, you know, I'll pay her back all the money she spent on me. And she said, don't worry so much about paying me back, help somebody. So I, I, for years I sat and tried to figure out what, what, what would be the best thing to do. I can't just, you know, like help one person. I want to, you know, I want to change people's lives in whatever way I can. So I thought, you know, I, I had to, I have to have some good people around me to create something that I, that, you know, of this magnitude that I'm trying to do. So, you know, I waited a couple of years and, you know, and then I finally found a great team to, to put it together and we put it together. And now, um, you know, we're working on some great things and we have some, big news coming up in a couple of weeks here with, um, with stepping stone. So it should be, you know, it should be big. So it was created in, in the likeness of me just, you know, to give back to my community and give back to Canada. Yeah. So it's a, it's a mentorship program for, for you to get into shape and to follow in your footsteps. Right. Um, in a sense, you know, cause like the, how, how life works, you know, it's, it's not, not so much about sports itself. So for me, I, I think it's just like, whether in sports or out of sport, because the, the great thing is that if you can learn something from somebody who's doing, who's making sac daily sacrifices with their lives, that's some, that's very powerful. So I feel like, you know, having, um, whether it's a business person or an athlete, you know, just speak to somebody and say, Hey, like, you know, I'm, I've done this and this and this to get where I'm at. And, you know, we think if you can do this and this and this, you could, you know, you might not get where I'm at, but you can get to where you, you know, you believe you can get to. So that's, that's pretty much, you know, our goal to change a lot of people's lives. Right. And um, so, you know, to get involved or, or to find out more information, where, where can we go? 
Um, you can go to steppingstone.org and uh, online, or you can follow us on Instagram on steppingstone.org as well. So yeah, or just go to my Instagram page, um, Jerome Blake, and it, the links are all there to, you know, follow us and, you know, keep in touch. And we have some big news coming again soon. So in a couple of weeks here, we'll be, you know, onboarding a lot more people. So it should be fun. It's wonderful. And I love the name, Stepping Stone. Yeah, thank you. I just love it. So congratulations. And thank you very much. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I was, you know, looking at your Instagram account and I see actor, model. I mean, that's so exciting. So tell us, tell us about that. I mean, I love your, your, your outfits and, and yeah. So tell us. Thank, thank you. Um, uh, for, for me personally, um, you know, I met someone and, and they told me like, oh, you have a character that you need to develop more. Like you're a very fun and outspoken person. You just, you need to be that person. You can't, you know, like you have a talent here. So I was like, what is that talent? And he said, well, for one, well, I didn't know this, but he said, you're a Leo and Leo's like to dress up. Doesn't matter what you're doing. You like to dress up. And I was like, hmm, that might be true because I do like to dress up. So, you know, I decided to join a model agency and, you know, they put me in touch with, with some really good people. And now I guess I'm one of the most popular models in Vancouver, I guess. So wow. you know, I look for some pretty cool stuff and I have some pretty cool stuff in the next couple of days here as well. So it should be quite interesting. And with the acting stuff as well, actually, someone put me in touch again with a, um, acting agent and she told me I should take some classes and I took some classes and off I went and you know got my foot wet a little bit and and I've been doing it ever since yeah and you know you should have your own clothing line maybe one day <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's that, that that's a plan one day but um okay. as of right now I I don't think I could manage doing all of that right now but hopefully one day though that's definitely something I would love to get interested in Thanks for watching. If you have a question or comment about today's episode, go to our website, which is runwithit.ca. Until next time, run with it.